the KMM Movie Review. Welcome to the Movie Review. We're back. What's up? We actually don't have nice like people. any additional We know movies. you missed us. We know you missed us. These two hoes were out of... And we left out of town. If you want to hear what we were doing, stay tuned for later this week's podcast. Don't miss this week's podcast. Don't miss it. You want to hear about Mike making a fool of himself? (laughs) Tune in on Wednesday. (laughs) You know, know, at the wedding, uh, I was talking to some of Rick's brothers, and he said that... um, Cause he they were asking me like you know what I do whatever I told them they're like hey he's they're like like tell me why um, we were you know it was me Rick and my brother we were just driving the truck and then Rick turns to me and is like hey you guys want to listen to a a movie review and they're like what the fuck like okay and then Rick starts playing it and then um, and then and then Rick's like you know do you you know they sound familiar or whatever. And they're like, uh, it's like, what the fuck is that? Is that Mike and Frank? And then and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and he said, yeah. And then we started listening to it. And I was like, I was really, you know, I was really enjoying it. Is that the story here? Yeah. All so right. they, they listened to the podcast and they were really, they were digging what we were saying. They were picking up what we were putting down. Yes. Apparently. <clears throat> Shout out any of our new listeners. I am Frank. Your black host. Yeah, we ended up whoring ourselves out. This is at the at the wedding. Yes, this is. We got Keith, the white man over here. Mike, the Hispanic guy. <laughs> Put your sombrero back yeah. on. Whor- whoring ourselves. I mean, it was drunk plugs, bro. Drunk, drunk plugs. Thing. I forgot to mention this on the main episode, so I'm going to say it here. But mm-hmm. uh, my girlfriend had a party. Some of her work this friends. This is an addendum to the to the addendum to main episode that will yeah. be out on Wednesday. Uh-huh. But uh, just want to say because I know that she has some some work friends that listen. Thank uh-huh. you for listening. I enjoyed yeah. meeting all of you. It's a nice. good time. I know my girlfriend said she would never host another party again. So why? We just stressful. Like, we don't like doing it. Really? Neither one of us like having people over. That's kind of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> if it, no, I'm just saying. It's, hey, thanks for coming, but we never want you back at our place. <laughs> hey, yeah. wow, bro. I'm just saying. Bro. We, we got to be real. Bro, you know what? You're trying to you know keep what, it what real, would make bro. the party better? If we <clears throat> were too? there. Yeah. We'd someone someone did ask about you. Because they do, uh, they listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it was the one with the with the baby. Okay, uh, okay. That baby got a daddy. <laughs> uh huh. What's up, girl? She was asking like, hey, about. You should have invited your asking your about friends. old Frank and old Mike, huh? Okay. You should have invited your friends. I think Shout she, out. She wanted a live show. Shout a live show. Love we it. always provide a live show. I'm not a slave. Oh damn. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Shout out for real. Thanks for all the love. Yeah, we appreciate it. If y'all do actually listen, appreciate it. Yes. We need listens. We gotta grow our I heard popularity. When, I heard when Keith showed up, that's when the party started. Dang! I heard I Keith swim. was dancing. If you guys want to see Keith <laughs> dance moves, check out our Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> see what he looked like. Yeah, we'll, we'll post a picture. We'll post a video of his yeah, dance we'll moves. Video of his there. dance move, bro. Whatever. <laughs> Let's get into like, these bro. movie what you, reviews. What you, talking, what you talking about crazy for, bro? Let's get into these movie reviews. All right. All right. All right. First one. 
is one that I watched yeah, with my girlfriend because these two were out of town last weekend, and then they skipped I out on heard any of other movies. Movie. Uh, they played some of the trailers, and it sounded really interesting. Does that, that, does that guy have a sword? The Dead Don't Die. And is it it's a not zombie a guy. movie? It's a zombie I movie. I love zombies. How did you I not hear about this? It's a small it's a small movie. Okay. <clears throat> How did you uh, hear about it? I saw the trailer. I've seen shows for it. Oh, it's a they, comedy? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, the movie is called The Dead Don't Die. Were there ever any trailers in the movies we watched? All right. I swear I would have seen No, this. I'm pretty sure I've only seen trailers for, on like Hulu. Okay. It might have been Hulu that I saw the trailer. Okay. This is like a autopsy of Jane Doe kind of situation. Smaller than that. Dang. Uh, so Damn, synopsis Daddy. for this. The peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from their graves. Yeah, I guess you might as well just start reading those. Well, for yeah, this it's, one, it's like it's way better than whatever the fuck you make out. No, I like. I prefer making up. I prefer making them up. <laughs> oh, okay, now you do. <clears throat> Bill, yeah. Murray. Sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they're really good. <laughs> Bill Burry. <laughs> I say most of the time they're bad. No, Adam they're, Driver, they're usually pretty good. Tom Waits. So this has a stacked cast. That's why. Yeah, I was, I like, was like, oh my god. I was like, Steve. Danny Buscemi. Glover. Danny Glover. Danny Glover, huh? Danny Glover was in this. Bro, this thing's hitting, bro. Yeah, it's like all right. Look at that! Look who else? The oh Rizza. <laughs> so it's got a stacked cast, but it completely is just a terrible movie. Like terrible movie. I did not like it at all. My girlfriend didn't like it at all. It tries to do How'd something. How'd you get her to watch it? I I showed her the trailer. Both of us uh, okay. were watched the trailer. Like she don't oh, like okay, violence. Good. It's not really a violent movie. Like it's it was meant like the trailer portrays it as like a a camp of the dead. More Shaun of the Dead, oh, okay. but more in the vein of like the even older zombie mm. movies, like the original, like George A. Romero movies. Okay, uh, but just like Night of the Living Dead, action. zombie comedy movie. That's mm-hmm. what it it, and it was terrible. portrayed itself as. Zombies got were played out like ten years ago. Well, that's why you know it's good to have like a oh, comedy we'll be version back of it. soon, bro. Mm. But uh, I'm gonna give this a two out of ten. Ooh. Oh, a two and a. I'm going to say a Garbaggio for this one. Oh, <laughs> here we go. My right ear is so lit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it tried to have like this weird, like a, a message of like all the zombies come back and all they do is the stuff that they did when they were alive, which was all like materialistic things. So like if you were into tennis, whenever you were alive, like there would just be like some, zombie walking around in tennis clothes like trying to swing a racket and they would just like mumble the same things like one of the zombies comes back and it's just like all she did was like she was an alcoholic and she drank chardonnay so she just comes back and she's like chardonnay like so the message that was trying to get across there is we're slaves to our materialistic items and uh we're no better than like these living dead like some stupid thing like that. Like it's super heavy handed. It's not done well. All the comedy really comes from like a few scenes of like Adam Driver playing the straight man. And they break the fourth wall in really weird ways. Like they go to an opening credit scene where they like show all the names of everyone that's in it and then the title. And they're playing like a, a song specifically for the movie. And then they cut to like Bill Murray and Adam Driver, who are both cops just driving through the small town 
talking about stuff and then like they play the they turn the radio on and it's the opening song and then they're like oh it's this one guy uh and it's like bill murray's like huh this sounds familiar why does this sound familiar and adam driver's like oh that's because it was the opening credit song and then like for the first half of the movie they never do anything to break the fourth wall again other than adam driver keeps saying oh this is going to end badly and then finally, like at the end of the movie, Bill Murray is like, "Why do you keep saying it's going to end badly?" Oh, because I read the script. Plus, they like completely lose one of the character storylines. Mm-hmm. Like, there's these kids in juvie. But, like, it's kind of hardcore juvie, so they don't really do much with those characters at all. But it's like these two girls and this one boy, and this one boy keeps sneaking into like the girls' floor to hang out with them. And then, like, the guards keep coming in and telling him to go away. But that's, like, the only thing we ever see of those three characters. Then the zombies come back, like, in full force. Those kids, like, hide out in a closet, escape. And then the last thing we see of one of them is, hey, I know a place to go hide. That's it. There's nothing else that happens. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so and then Tilda, Swin- Tilda Swinton is in it, which, if you've seen movies, you know who Tilda Swinton is. She's the bald hoe in um, the Avengers movie. <laughs> yes, in Avengers Endgame, she's the bald hoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no way to talk about the, uh, the head you know, mistress. You're right. You're right. I, that's, that's, uh, that's just disrespectful of me. I'm sorry about that, Tilda. She is a super powerful magician, all right? Yeah. Anyway, she is just like a new mortician in town with like a... Like a Japanese room in her house and like the the uh, funeral home mm-hmm. and she has like a sword <clears throat> and she's just like oh, doing weird yoga. Is that that sword yoga. he's carrying right there? Uh, that's Tilda Swinton I think. No. T- yeah, yeah. He's just got a machete. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's Tilda Swinton right there. <clears throat> and then Chloe Sevigny. Se- I don't know what the fuck that is. Sevigny. She's been in a lot of stuff. If you ever watched American Horror Story you know who she is. Uh, but it turns out she's an alien for no reason. What? Yeah. And it's just like, she's walking around, like she keeps saying like, oh, the attractive one. And she's talking about Adam Driver, but she talks really weird. She always says everyone's full name. And then like, they leave her at the police station and she like hacks into their system for like no reason. And then she just like takes Adam Driver's car. Like there's a bunch of really weird little Things like Adam Driver drives a little uh, smart car, like a two-seater smart car. Mm-hmm. And so like he pulls up at a crime scene, like the first uh, zombie attack victims in a diner. And he just like rolls up in his little smart car and gets out. And he's all like, what's happening? Like playing the straight man. It's I don't know. There's some stuff that was funny, but they didn't do Did enough. Did you ever LOL, bro? No. I, I guess the funniest part was... He hands Tilda Swinton, Adam Driver hands Tilda Swinton um, his car keys because she asked for them whenever all three cops are going out to try to see if they can help people. And whenever he hands her the keys, it has a um, Star Destroyer on it. She's like, oh, is that Star Wars? He's like, yeah, Star Wars. That's it. Oh, okay. That was probably like the funniest part. And I only laughed because I was like, oh, hey, Kylo Ren. Yeah. So, yeah, it was dumb stuff. Also, you know who else was apparently supposed to be in this movie? Ugh. Daniel Craig. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the only reason Daniel Craig wasn't in this movie is because they couldn't work out a schedule to have Daniel Craig and Adam Driver at the same time because they're too big right now. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, the terrible. fuck is Daniel Craig doing? Uh, apparently, like the director who directed this movie is like he's done a movie with Adam Driver. Like he's done movies with all of these really big name people in the past. But he's never had a wide release. This was his first movie to have a wide release. Well, he shit the bed. Apparently, critics like it. Really? Yeah. Some of the ones I've read have been really positive from critics, but most of a lot of them that are like trying to be more reasonable, yeah, have been pretty negative. Like the the meta score is fifty four, so that does tell you something. But this guy has done only small stuff. Jim Jarmusch. And uh, the dead don't die, huh? It could have been really good. The trailer made it look really good. It just was not a good movie. So there you go. Two out of ten. Don't watch it. That kind of hurt me, though. Because it's like, why would you think that of me? (laughs) I don't care what you have to say, the dead don't die movie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. On to the, the next one that we all actually watched together. Child's, Child's Play, play the remake Man, of the audience the 1988 gave this a 15, classic. Uh, what, The Dead Don't Die? Yeah. yeah. No, that doesn't surprise me. Um, So, Child's Play. Synopsis. <coughs> a doll... It's not, bro, that's doll's not AI. I'm <laughs> not going off that. <laughs> a doll's Read AI it. is messed with at the factory and then sent out. Oh my gosh! Really? It then really, bro, starts to attack. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> a mother gives her 13-year-old son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. See, that's just boring. Yeah, but you're like, oh, at the Taiwanese factory, he fucked up with the AI and then jumped off a building. I didn't say and that. And then he goes evil. You're saying that right now. I said mm-hmm. that an AI is messed with mm-hmm. while at the factory and then <laughs> yeah. it's sent out to uh-huh. the consumer. Mm-hmm. All right. So and we then got, goes crazy. We got a remake of... The cult classic. Can't really be called a cult classic. Yes, it can. Cult classic. Child. Just play. like Friday the 13th, Chuck. bro. There's been so many of these child play. They're, oh, there's a ton of Chuck. Yeah, movies. it's a cult classic. Mm. Anyway, Child's the original play. was in 1988. This one is 2019. 2019. Quite the large gap there. 31 year gap. So, I mean, there was a Chucky movie that came out two years ago. Mm-hmm. I feel like I vaguely remember that, and it was, it was trash, bro. I didn't hear much about it, so yeah, because it it's been a cult garbage. classic, bro. Only the cult watches it, bro. Okay, anyway, scores <clears throat> who wants to go first? Well, why don't you go to the drive? I'll go first. I was pleasantly surprised with this movie, enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Seven point five. And I'm going to give it a, I'll give it a watch it now. Watch it now. I'll give it a watch it now. All right, Mike. Um, I'm going to go with, go with that solid seven. 
solid seven. And then I'm going to give it a... I'd say wait for it. Wait for it. All right. All right. Well, I... I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10. Whoa, okay. And I'm also going to say watch it now. So the reasoning, it just doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Does not do anything to take itself seriously outside of the <coughs> the kills. Like, Yeah, the, the kills, kills were, were pretty brutal. I was like, ooh. Kills were pretty brutal. Poor Jack Black, bruh. That wasn't Jack Black. That, wasn't, that was mad. Jack I know. Black. That just looked it exactly looked like Jack like Black Jack at the, Black, at the like, very first scene. I yeah, like, poor like, Jack Black. His like, name's Trent Redicop. Pull him up. Redicop. Damn, bro. This is Jack bro, Black's that's bootleg. stunt bubble. Stunt <laughs> double, bro. Stunt bubble, bro. <laughs> stunt look at bubble. these fat. That's bootleg Jack, Jack Black. Black. God. Looks just yeah, this like is, This would be the guy that they would call in for the, the, yep. the body double shots. Yes. So, oh, we can't get Jack today. I was like, oh, no, not Jack Black. But uh, Aubrey Plaza plays the the sexy mom. Hmm. Mark Hamill is Chucky. <laughs> yeah, man. This kid was Gabriel pretty Bateman. good, but he kept spitting everywhere. He was showing emotion. He's a freaking loser, bro. He was, he was, trying to he show was it, losing dog. it. He was trying to show how much of a loser he was. <laughs> Dang. Just kidding, I don't think I've bro. seen him in anything else. Nah, it doesn't look like he was anything big. Outcast. Yeah. I don't think I've seen nope. him in anything else. Wait, did I say Annabelle? <laughs> Annabelle. He was a little, little, little boy in Annabelle. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, okay, I think I vaguely remember his dumb <laughs> face. <laughs> anyway. Um, man, he. you know who he looks like? He, oh, man, who's he? He looks like a younger version of Pull up Robin Prosser. Oh, what was that little? Uh, what, was that? what was that? Mm. What? What do you mean? His voice said, mm. You know, there's a movie that she masturbates in, right? Well, what's that movie? <laughs> what, what's the minute scene? I like the minute. That Wait, she, she was in Criminal Minds. Cat Adams. What the? Mike and Dave. I still haven't seen it. I, I have it. I haven't seen it. She's a she's a man in that one. Is she really? At the end of the movie, she ends Dirty up being a man. grandpa. What was it? What was that movie? Oh yeah, she was in. She had a voice for the Legend of Korra. I forgot about that. Uh, I don't see the movie. Whatever. She's very funny. Puerto Rican, very attractive. You you all about that smile? Down for that smile. Anyway, the movie. Stop staring at she looks Aubrey like she, Plaza. She looks like she has issues. <laughs> you know, she had a stroke, right? When? When she was really young. Like, half of her face was paralyzed for a long time. That's what why, the fuck? That's why she has, like, part of her face. That's why she, like, when her she smiles. Eyes don't move. Yeah. Just, ha. Uh, like, I, I don't remember. I think it was her left side that stayed paralyzed for a long, uh, quite a while. She had to relearn how to use those muscles. Wow. What a hero. Anyway, the movie does not take itself seriously at all. Like, there's a scene where the kid's like trying to name his new doll, and it's like, okay, uh, all right, I'll name you Han Solo, and the doll's just like Chucky. Yeah, yeah, that was 
for me, I was like, <laughs> that was funny. That's, that's pretty heavy handed there with the. Uh, nah, I also liked when they were like, yeah, I was like, is this your Chucky doll? Yeah, like he can say all these things. Yeah, he basically can do whatever he wants. Isn't that like the start of a really bad like, <laughs> yeah, apocalypse yeah. or something? Yeah. Like yeah, they just they don't take themselves seriously yeah. at all. They, they make especially fun of like, all the plot points. Yeah. And especially like considering the original was like a voodoo witch doctor put uh, yeah. the soul of a murderer into a doll so that he could kill somebody. Like, come on. <laughs> if they had stuck with that and tried to make it serious, oh, God. this movie would <laughs> be getting ripped to shreds right now. But uh, they made it more timely. It's uh, AI that a disgruntled employee takes all the safeguards off. Face off Chucky versus That's what I said. Anna, I talked about that. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, did so, it. I mean, it, did, it, did, it did a great job. It was like, it was more of a horror comedy. Yeah. And I loved it. And most of it was comedy. Like, the only parts that would be like horror would be the death scenes. Yeah. And those are more like, oh, this is gruesome yeah oh my god yeah. i don't want to look at this right Wait, when that when that guy fell off that ladder oh the compound like, fracture Ooh. Ooh. i was like that, that boy's shins came out his uh, skin came out the side of his fucking legs yeah couldn't believe yeah, it yeah that was that was a yeah. potent hit there was also some like unexpected things like when they had like the watermelon with the face on oh, it oh my yeah god. And i was yeah. like oh shit I, I did not see that coming at all yeah i was like wow they went there well because like whenever the guy gets murdered, so like the the mom is dating this, you know, clearly just a douchebag. They went with asshole. that, you know, the trope of oh the single mom dating this guy, and of course he hates the son, and uh, he's just a douchebag. Basically, just comes over to bang the mom, and then chill out at their place. Turns out, guess what? He's a super douche because he has a a wife and kids, wife and two kids, bro. And then whenever he gets home that night, oh. He has to take the Christmas lights down, which, like, whenever that scene started and he started pulling the lights down, I was like, well, it's not even going to, like, unplug the lights or anything. Yeah. And then he just, like, comments under his, God, I didn't even unplug the lights. <laughs> like, so stupid stuff like that that they definitely paid attention to so it, how was, dumb it was. It was after Christmas, I guess. They don't set, really give a time And then frame. the Buddy 2 comes out after Christmas. Why wouldn't they do, like, a Christmas release? Maybe it was, like, a summer release or a spring release. I don't know. Anyway, not getting into the release schedule of technology. <laughs> yeah. uh, the the douchebag gets his comeuppance by like being targeted by a, a tiller and a little uh, watermelon. Yeah, watermelon patch, patch with some random corn. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. But then, like, it looks like he's about to die a gruesome death by getting his head yeah. cut up in the in the tiller, and then he just like stops it with his, his hand. hand. Just okay. It's like, oh, no, oh, the tiller blades are actually really small, and they don't go all the way up. So yeah, he can easily just stop this. And then Chucky jumps on him. And you're like, oh no, he's about to just go ham on him. Did, did and say, then the did, guy just like lets go and just gets his face eaten off. Did he say this is for Tupac? Yeah, this is oh, for Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Well, earlier, the, yeah, earlier some kids were trying to get a get a the doll to stab a unicorn doll and say this was for and Tupac. say this is for Tupac. But then, like, whenever the guy lets go, he just like gets his face chopped off, and then Chucky just like looks surprised that he does that, and he's just like, oh, he stabs him anyway. Stabs him thirteen boy, times. And they show that face that oh. next day, like his his skull. Yeah, the last th- like, thing oh. that we saw was like just him getting stabbed by Chucky, and then the next thing we see is like cops showing up to the house. They 
throw the blanket off the dead body, and oh my god, his whole face is just gone. You just see his fucking. It's just his bloody skeleton or bloody skull Skull. with like part of his skull chopped away from the Mm. tiller. So they don't they don't pull any punches with the. Ah, And then you're like, I didn't even like put together like what happened to his face. I thought that Chucky had cut his face off because that's what happened in the movie that they were watching. Mm -hmm. So I assume that basically what the, the whole premise of for Chucky becoming this evil character was because they were watching these like 80s horror movies with basically Texas Chainsaw porn. Massacre. Yeah. And this Chucky had this is like a futuristic I mean he looks the doll looks funny like in the trailers oh and my stuff. God, you're the probably doll like, looks terrible. Yeah. You're like, uh but then it, it ends up working like for Well the movie. I think what they I feel like it was a purposeful thing because it yeah. was like a commentary on how crappily mass produced even high tech stuff looks. Yeah. So but this Chucky can like integrate with the cloud control your temperature things like smart home yeah it's like a smart yeah it's like a smart home in a doll yeah Yeah. and uh so this particular doll had its inhibitor chip basically removed some spider-man 2 action the (laughs) inhibitor chip (laughs) or some fucking um uh black mirror action that yeah it felt like a a more horror-esque black mirror episode yeah Yep, and so then you do see the face later. Yeah. Yeah, I was not expecting the, the face to be on a watermelon. <laughs> that that got me. Bro, and then like them trying to get rid of that head. Yeah, like, there's just That's all these funny, weird man. random things. Funny. It's like a dark comedy Yeah, is what it is. Like It's a dark comedy with some really messed up death Boy. scenes. Homeboy gets hit in the nuts. Oh, when he saw gets stabbed. Those, saw those oh, nuts just, fall. Ah! The uh the the cop guy he was funny, yeah he was good he was a good add to the movie. His eyes never have any emotion like anything I've ever seen him in. He has a zero emotion in his eyes. He just looks high. <laughs> well, did you? He was the voice of the dad in you know where Into he, the Spider Verse. Yeah, you know where you really remember him from though. No movie he was in. Uh, he was in that um, uh-huh. Widows. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember him. From oh, that. Okay, but uh, like, there I've seen video of him doing his voice acting for the dad and Into the Spider Verse. Like zero emotion in his acting, but his voice is like, oh my god, how did you get so much emotion through without like moving any of your muscles? What are you doing, Billy? It's <laughs> like, man. But yeah, solid horror comedy. More comedy than anything. Everybody was laughing. Yeah, everybody laughed. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was. I think the the only welcome death... to Mars. <laughs> welcome Sorry, to Mars. Never did see that one. Yeah. The only one that only death that I was kind of like eh about was the mom. Oh, the the cops mom. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the the old the nice old black woman they put who her lived out, down the they hall. They put her out with some respect, bro. <laughs> they gave her a little bit of respect. I was hoping she'd fly through the windshield. That's kind of what I was <laughs> expecting. Yeah. Well, I was like, what? I was like, they're not going fast enough to be going through the windshield. That Kia could get up there, man. <laughs> they're yeah. a parking lot. Yeah. It was just a good. It was definitely way better than I thought it was going to be. Oh yeah, I way went into this with like better. zero. I was expecting three out of ten garbaggio. But I'm Ryan giving it a seven and a half. Henry. Watch it now. He was good. He was good. 
Solid. Overall, good movie. Highly. I would recommend you go watch it. You'll enjoy it. Some laughs. It's just a good. It's just like it was a good take on Chucky. And I like how they didn't try and do the same thing. Yeah. Like with the voodoo, they actually just went at totally. They different. set up a sequel. Oh, there's definitely I feel uh, like yeah. this is doing well enough. Like I haven't really heard anything negative about it. I mean, I'm sure critics are saying, yeah, like the meta score is 40. Critics can suck it. It's not a critic friendly movie at all, but it's it's definitely because like the special <laughs> effects are pretty terrible in it. Yeah, like uh, I mean the animatronics look like animatronics, which I think that was on purpose. Yeah, like the creepy face. But whenever scene. there was like action with him like moving and stabbing and stuff, like I was like, oh, there was like I think maybe one or two scenes where I was like, okay, there's actually some pretty solid animation here. But what about like, where he's jumping at him with a knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was like one of the only scenes. But for the most part, it's just it's a dumb, fun movie. That's yeah. A dark comedy. Those werewolf ones. Oh, yeah. Those, those boys had me laughing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy's getting dragged down the hall, down the aisle. <laughs> like, obviously, that thing's not strong enough. Yeah, I was like, what? That's why it's so funny, bro. Uh, there, also, the fact that the stupid drones just have, like, blades <laughs> like that the, can murder yeah. somebody. <laughs> yeah. Unshielded. Well I, think, well, I think Chucky put them on there because you saw, like, they were, like, jerry-rigged on there. On oh, the really? I didn't even yeah. notice that. Man. <laughs> yeah, like, they just... They had razors on Fly them. a freaking drone, <laughs> drone into somebody's throat. Man. <laughs> it was good. It, it was, was good. It was, it was enjoyable. Stupid funny. All right. On right. to the now next. Now the one that Mike oh, can't no. talk about. Mike, spoiled little brat, had to get his way. What? Had no. to. We, we wanted to I, watch three I was, movies. We I was going to go. We moved it around. So Mike, so we didn't have to go two in one day because Mike doesn't like that. So we changed it up and this mm. boy... Still Spoiled little just rich kid. What? <laughs> I'm not gonna go anyway. If I was not gonna go anywhere, I just wouldn't tell I just would like, nah, just y'all go. Nah, bro. Sure. Sure, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, Don. That's what all the spoiled rich kids say. <laughs> what? <laughs> so right, the second one is Anna. Anna. Go ahead and get that synopsis, boy. Beneath Anna Politovas. What? Poliotovas? Poliotovas. Poliotovas. Yeah, watch the fucking striking. movie. They didn't say her last name, at least not more than once. Anyway, striking beauty lies a secret that will unleash her it's indelible strength and skill to become one of the world's... No, see, that's why I don't like reading these. World's most feared Seems government like a good assassins. one to me. Yeah, from someone who didn't <laughs> see the movie. Right. So, I'll, I'll start the score. I'm going to give this a solid... I'll say a 7 out of 10. Okay. And I'll say wait for it. It's also going to go with the 7. 7 out of 10. And I'd also go wait for it. Put All my right. score in there. You get nothing, sir. Give it a 1 out of 10. Not You're not skewing our results here. Anyway, Anna, the real story of Anna. If you've seen it. the trailer, yeah, she's crazy hot. She actually is a Russian model, by the way. Like apparently that's that is a trope of Luc Besson. He likes to cast models in mm-hmm. major roles. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder know, right? why, huh? Well, so this Luc Besson did uh Leon the Professional. No, she's have like, you ever seen that? No. That was like part of the love story in that movie was it was um little Natalie Portman it was like one of her first big roles. 
think she was like 13 or something like that, maybe even younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the director fell in love with like his then wife when she was like 13 and he was like 20 something. Yeah. This is weird. Are you what? What? No, that's like, like this part of the story in Leon, the professional is that the little girl assassin, Uh Natalie Portman is into the hitman. Like she's trying to convince him to basically have sex with her. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you watch that movie. It's a classic movie. Okay. It's a really good movie. It's just that whole dynamic was really weird. Whatever, but yeah. apparently whatever, it's whatever, a, All right, keep going. It's a standard thing for French people. Um, but uh, to normalize pedophilia, I guess. Well, yeah. Technically, what's that called? It's not pedophilia. It's whatever. Adolescentphilia. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> whatever it's called, heptophilia or whatever. Anyway, uh, so this movie is a lot less. John Wick or uh, Atomic Blonde than what the trailer will have you believe. Yeah. Basically, the... This the is more one old action school scene, spy. The one action scene is what's in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, really? that's like really the... That's like the only really long action scene. Mm-hmm. Everything else is relatively fast action. Like It's like, oh, we saw her shoot a gun. That's it. Uh, so the the whole movie is really just about how... This woman, Anna, Sasha Luss, Luss, Sasha Luss, um, is basically. Click on the picture. Look Keep at that. Look at that striking. Striking. What did you just say? Oh, yeah. She was in Valyrian. Did you say, look at that sweet skin? I said, look at that smooth skin. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Models. Keep going. Talk and scroll. No. Uh,. She is basically in like this terrible relationship uh, with a, I would say, a small time criminal who keeps giving her drugs. Basically, basically, she has sex with him to live with him and yeah, have some level yeah. of protection. You get introduced to him, smashing. Yeah, and she just looks miserable. Yeah, she looks like she's dirty, just disgusting, and. Just, not in a good place in her life. And then the boyfriend tries to get in on a big time score. Basically, they kidnapped some American that they thought was rich. Uh, I guess he didn't actually have much money whenever they got to the ATM. And then the cops show up and then they start they have a, sh- a shootout. Then her boyfriend and her end up getting away. But whenever they get back to their place, KGB's already waiting for them. Just ready. And KGB, Mr. KGB is uh Luke. Where's his where's his name? Luke Evans. Dracula himself. Okay. <laughs> that was a terrible movie, by the way. Um and he's like, All right, I'll give you a, I'll give you a choice. You can either come with me and serve five years in the KGB, I'll make you a top tier agent. Cause we find out, oh, she's actually been trained from a young age to uh, high-tier schools in Russia because her yeah. father was like a high-level, high-ranking person in the military. So she'd she been in, in really good school. schools, but her parents were dead. And after her parents died, she dropped out. And then she started living this trashy life. 
So he's like, all right, I'll give you a choice. You can come train with us and serve five years. Four of those have to be in the field. And then you're, you're free to go. Something I will add, though. This story is not told in order. It is not. It I'm, is a lot I'm of, basically like, saying it in order right now. Yeah, he's saying it in order, but this is all like... like you, we, You'll we, see something, <laughs> and then you're like... What? And then it'll give you a flashback explaining how this happened. Yeah. What? Yeah, so it's like, it starts out in 1985, then it jumps to 1990, then it jumps back to like 1987, then it jumps forward back to 1991, or I, I think 1990 might actually be the latest mm-hmm. time frame. Whatever. It keeps going back and forth by months and years, so it gets really hard to keep track of everything, Um, but the whole premise of the way that or the whole reason that i think that they did it that way was because it was they purposely didn't want you to understand anything until they wanted you to know about it yeah which is a way to do it it's not what i would say was like the classic spy movie way of doing it which is they tell it in a more chronological order leaving you hints along the way and if you are Paying attention to it, yeah. Basically, you can usually figure out basically the twist. what you see is you get a movie cut, like you're just the standing off watching, like seeing what all the characters seeing, and then it'll give you what Anna did, yeah, her own perspective of what happened. Yeah, so she gets she becomes like a top tier KGB agent. Like her first mission is that one that's in the trailers. Or she goes into this restaurant. She's supposed to shoot this guy. She goes to shoot the guy. They gave her a, an empty gun. So then she just has to like beat everybody in this place. Like the guy had like 30 guards apparently. She just kept killing dudes. Uh, so she's just like Slice going off. That fine china, boy. Yeah, she broke a plate, sl- started slitting some throats. Like the action, it felt kind of in the vein of John Wick. That Atomic violent, Blonde, though. but it was... Slower, and yeah, not as violent. Like they didn't focus on. Oh, we saw this guy's throat just get ripped wide open. Hey, did you get John Wick back yet? Yeah. What do you want me to tell her to bring it? Yes. Actually, she needs your address. So. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> Send me your address. Anyway, um. So after she does that, they take her on full time because that's like her entry mission like they're trying to decide if they actually want to have her as an agent and then she her mission basically becomes to become a model get close to high-ranking people like high-ranking uh criminals that they can't get close to outside of like but through bribes and stuff so she ends up getting close to one of them kills him and his bodyguards and then the cia gets involved by investigating that murder and that's Killian Murphy is like the agent in command for that. Uh, so then it ends up becoming like this weird love triangle quadrilateral. I don't know. Cause she's like, she's banging Luke Evans. Then she gets in with Killian Murphy. She also has a lesbian lover, which I think is this chick. Yes. Lyra Abova. And like <laughs> also a model, probably. Yeah, she was a model. Um, so she has like this. You never really know what she's what Anna is thinking. It just seems like she just wants out of this whole spy life, but she's actually really good at it. And then people keep promising to 
let her serve a certain amount of time and then get out. It's like even the Americans, they eventually get to her and say, hey, if you can help us, you know, get information on your organization, then we'll help you. You can come work for us for a short amount of time and then you're free to go. But then she's like, no. I know if I serve this amount of time, I'll just end up getting killed by the KGB anyway. Blah, blah, blah. Ultimately, she's like playing all sides and gets her way. Ultimately. She gets away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the KGB? Yeah, well, she gets out of the KGB by murdering the head of the KGB. Oh, shit. <clears throat> um, Which was her double crossing for the Americans. Yeah, so the Americans wanted her to kill the head of the KGB because at the very beginning of the movie, the first thing that they they do is yeah, they show the like you're just like, like what the hell's going on? Yeah, they show like all these people like oh no, we got to get out of here. KGB agents are coming for them, so they just like start taking people, and that's all we know. And then turns out that they were all American agents embedded within Russia or Soviet Union at the time, and then they all get caught. This the new head of the KGB is like more ruthless than what they had been dealing with in the past. And he just like cuts off all their heads and sends them to the CIA. So the Americans yeah, get, have no agents in bed. What's homeboy's name? <clears throat> Scarecrow? Killian Murphy? Yeah. You see him cutting open a box, open it, head just oh and then it like pans back yeah, he and you see funny, there's a whole bunch of other Yeah, he was like yeah, it, the way that he played the character was really interesting. Because he's just like He's like this super cocky guy who knows like the amount of power that he has, but then he's like also super into Anna. Yeah, super into Anna. And like being weird about it. Like he yeah. pulls her into a closet and it looks like he's like trying to get her to have sex with him in the closet. But they're just like whispering at each other. She's <laughs> so like, why are we in here? He's like, uh, it's secure. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, like the whole movie we see him as like this super confident guy who makes zero mistakes in anything he does. And then there's that weird scene. And then that's also like the first time that we see Anna really like have super initiative sexually. Yeah. Cause like, she just like walks into his room and like sits up with a gun. It's like, Anna, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, I guess we're not going to have that dinner. So let's fuck. You're like what? Anna, Anna, Keith was like, Keith was like, oh, come on, have respect for yourself. She she showed her boobies. She said that hurt it. <laughs> He's like, that hurt me when you said that. <laughs> she showed them boobies right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What'd you think of her acting? I thought she was she was pretty good. Yeah. She was actually a solid actress. Luke Evans was good. I mean, I think Luke Evans actually is a solid actor and pretty much everything he does. I mean, the only thing I have any kind of issue with is that the the British actors doing Russian accents. I understand why they decided to skip out on that for Chernobyl because oh, yeah. it didn't work super well. Chernobyl and did it right. The, the thing is, like, they had a bunch of characters who actually did speak Russian, and all that was like, okay, yeah, this is fine. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm fine watching this movie with the subtitles. Yeah. But then, like, they had a lot of the Russian characters just start to speak English, and then it's like, uh, like, okay, Helen Mirren. I I know that you're British and your Russian just sounds kind of forced Russian. Yeah, it does. Uh, <coughs> yeah, it just was. That was the only I guess complaint I can I can really levy against the movie outside of 
I kind of wish that they would have done a more well-paced story instead of it being, let's show you something, then jump to something else. Then, oh, we're going to show you this missing piece of the story here that started happening six months before this other time period that we were in. Like halfway through it, I was kind of like, man, I don't want to see any more time skips. I don't want to <laughs> see any more jumping around in time. Mm-hmm. But then by the end of it, I was like, okay, I can appreciate the story the way that it was told. Mm-hmm. And all in all, it was it was a pretty solid movie. The action was was done w- well. Like I said, well, not as good as Atomic Blonde or John Wick, but solidly done action. The acting was solid. Uh, nothing really felt out of place with it. The camera work was good. Yeah. Uh, Solid movie. Yeah. It's not anything that I would say is going to win any awards or anything, but it's an enjoyable movie. And if you like any kind of like kind of slower paced spy movies, probably a good option for you. Also, you see her boobs and she's, she's really attractive. So there you go. Did you have a boner the whole time? The whole time. Yeah, he's bro. like, hey, bro. The man. whole time Keith was like, show us. <laughs> show us. And she did, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised uh, they yeah. usually have he like. Was also, he was also like, I like booty. No, like, I like booty. There was some, there's usually like a <clears throat> synopsis a on IMDb for like parental advisory stuff. Surprised mm-hmm. it's not on here. Anyway, got a budget of thirty million. I wonder how much it's gonna make. Estimated. Oh yeah, all these budgets are always estimated. But <clears throat> anyway, we can move on to the next film. The next film here is Toy Story Four. Mike you actually made it to this one. Did. Barely, but he made it. Barely. Uh, well, we were the last this ones there. Stumbled in. This man stumbled in drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he, he, he said, you good with that plate? <laughs> he said something like that. Something to that effect. Uh, All right. I think Mike should start this one off. Toy Story, huh? Wait, wait. Synopsis. Yeah, bro. What are you doing? Does anyone need a synopsis yeah. for Toy Story? Yes. For number four, yes. More toys do more things. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> All right, when a new toy called Forky joins Woody and the gang, a road trip alongside old and new friends reveals how big the world can be for a toy. All right, there you go. All right, Mike. Ah, swing I'm going to give... <laughs> um, I just can't see anywhere where I could fault the movie. <laughs> so what are you giving it? I would say I'm gonna give it a nine. Nine out of ten. And you watch it now. Okay, I, I thought you were about to go garbage out there. What? <laughs> I'll go next. Also a nine out of ten. Nine. Nine out of ten. Watch it now. Yeah, watch it now as well. <laughs> If I had a heart, I would have cried. (laughs) Still hasn't dethroned Avengers Infinity War. Of course not. But uh, I think that's our second highest rated movie now. Yeah. That's going to be in the top 10 at the end of the year. Bow shout. Long shot's the next closest. 
8.8. Damn, long shot was so funny. It's hilarious. Anyway, so starter. Mm-hmm. Renderman, which is the renderer that Pixar uses, got like a billion times better for this movie. Like that opening scene with the rain oh, yeah. and the mud. Oh, yeah. The lighting for so that at good. night. Oh, Were you my like, oh. God. <laughs> I, I was heard, like, I heard Jesus him pop, bro. I heard Christ. him pop. I heard, I heard. I heard. <laughs> they improved their renderer so much for this. And like whenever they started like they did a lot, I feel like they did a lot more close-ups on the toy faces this time around. Like you could see like the paint, the like, paint on everything, yeah. like the, the stitching. Strokes, you see the strokes of the yeah. paint. I was like, oh shit, this they, is some real <laughs> shit. There was one scene like at the very beginning whenever Woody's like up against like that the door frame like mm-hmm. looking over into the room at Bo Peep and like you can see that like the the door frame had been painted with like multiple layers of paint like you could tell that mm-hmm. like Jesus Christ they <laughs> bro Keith had Keith a, over here orgasm, Keith had a hard on well, yeah. the, he was the, at half mass bro. the environments that they made for this movie just were really really good you know the yeah. whole time all that like, dust what happened to RC bro oh yeah, yeah bro cause he wasn't in the third one yeah and we saw him get Who? rescued in this one and then nothing else happened with yeah. RC what uh I, I figured they were just gonna show oh this is what how was, RC died what was Andy's relationship to this girl Bonnie, Bonnie? thing was a neighbor yeah. No, or it was, was a, a friend. Like his I, mom's I just friend, watched I three for the first time this week. So oh, really? I, I'm Give us fresh a recap. Up on it. Ah. Okay. So three is about Andy going off to college. Mm-hmm. So is RC in that movie? Nope. Was not in that movie. Okay. So yeah, I guess they just I forgot RC. about RC. And then I was like, oh, well, yeah, because RC was only in one and two. Yeah. And really only played a big role in mm-hmm. one. Um I wanted that toy so bad. I RC. Like, I want to ride it. <laughs> Yeah, RC was cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember in the first one? He's the reason that they yeah. get up on the moving truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got the rocket strapped to him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, and we've all been like, we grew up with Toy Story. Like oh, The first one was 1994. Yeah, it came out at the perfect time. Like, we were very young children when it mm-hmm. came out. Yeah, that's when you used to run back in your room. Ah! Oh. <laughs> I caught you, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> They're too fast for yeah. me. Too fast. Dang, they always know. Uh, but the third one was Andy going off to college. So he's trying to decide, you know, what toys to take, what to throw away, that kind of stuff. And the toys all think that they're just, you know, garbage at this point. So they get thrown into a garbage bag and Andy's like taking them up to the attic. Then he like helps his little sister take something. So he drops the bag in the middle of the floor and the mom like takes it out to the curb and throws it away. Like all the toys except for Woody, which got put in the college box. Of course, this kid's attached to Woody. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Keith had a Woody <laughs> during the movie. Ooh, yeah, that rendering man. She That's said fine. when he saw that rendering, he said, "Into infinity <laughs> and beyond." <laughs> and we, Buzz is the best character. And then we man. were wet all of a sudden. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, go on. So the the little girl Bonnie is the one of the, like the caretakers at this daycare because ultimately the toys end up at a daycare because the mom donates them to the daycare. And that's when Ludso the bear is there, right? Yeah. 
So that's where the whole bear thing comes in and them getting shoved off into like the little little kid room where they just get, get like fucked up. painted on and thrown against walls and blah, blah, blah. But like that's where Bonnie comes in because she's the daughter of one of the people who works there. And she knows like that mom, the, the mom of Bonnie knows Andy's mom because his little sister was at that daycare. Mm-hmm. So she knows Andy and I think the little sister's name is Molly or something like that. And whenever Andy's going off to college, he decides to give the toys directly to Bonnie. How old was his little sister? You're like old, too she old to is play with like toys? a lot. She gets <clears throat> first introduced in. No, I know movie. that, but I'm talking in, about in the flashback. She was like a little kid, still. a little kid. Yeah, like, well, like, in Toy Story like three, she was probably like ten ish, eleven ish. Oh, okay, so grown out of toys for the most part. Yeah, because right. like she, that's why Barbie ends up in the third one because she just like throws her into a box. She's like, I don't want Barbie anymore. She starts reading her adolescent magazine. Yeah. <gasps> Maybe she was like 12 or 13. She got Somewhere her, around that. She got her phone and started watching memes. <laughs> Dang kids these Dang days. Dang kids these days. Uh, but yeah, with Toy Story 4, we follow Bonnie because she has all the toys now. Uh, so Andy is not a part of it outside of... I feel like they keep having... Like, they love recapping the story of Andy. Because they did it in the original Toy Story kid, 3 bro. as well. Well, they did it in 3 as well. It's like, I don't need it again in 4. He's the original kid, bro. I guess, but... Shows you the wonder of toys. <laughs> this one felt like it was a lot more focused on like what people feel as they get old. <laughs> it was basically a movie about empty nesters. Um, feeling like they have nothing to do except whenever they have like a, a young child, like a... I guess like a grandkid, I guess you could say. Like I guess Forky's almost like Woody's grandchild. And he's trying to show him the ropes of how to be a toy for a little kid. Suicidal fork. Trash. <laughs> that was good. Like I felt like they didn't do anything that felt too childish in the movie. Like everything felt pretty grounded for any kind of audience. Mm-hmm. Um I would agree. It looks absolutely amazing. Like Pixar next, outdid it. It was next level. Yeah. It like, was next level. It looks absolutely amazing. It was nuts. I'm sure the quality of the, the Dolby's screen helps. Did Toy Story 3 look good? Toy Story 3 looked good. And like we watched it in 4K. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what we got. We got the 4K Blu-ray. And it looks really good. But then like whenever we started watching 4, I was like, oh my God. I can tell that this is like a... Almost what? I think that one was 2012. Yeah. No. No. That was 2010. We were in. We were leaving high school. Was it 2010? Yeah. Or Let's yeah, see. it should have be 2010. It was somewhere around there for sure. Was that three right there? 2010. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, our like part of our senior class went and watched it together. Yeah. Okay, so the first one was 95. So it was 95. How is that aged? I want to watch it. 99. see how it's aged. Oh, not good. 2010. Oh, you, you watched it? I've seen like clips on yeah. on YouTube. The animation is pretty rough because this was like, this was the first fully CG movie ever made. And then <laughs> the rendering, like the lighting. Oh my God. Yeah. The lighting is so bad. <laughs> like you can tell that things are lit through like the back of the of the object. I guess that that's probably something that you notice if you've 
ever dealt with rendering. What about what about two? I was two aged. I haven't seen two in a long time. That was like, that, that was them. my favorite one. Yeah, two's my favorite. Two was good. You were a big fan of the the prospector. prospector. Well, yeah. this, the, I think the I liked the plot. Yeah, like him getting taken by some dude who's like this guy's worth some super Moolah. collector. Yeah. yeah. Thought it was interesting that for four they actually like put an age on Woody. Like I don't remember them actually definitively saying how old Woody is supposed to be. Yeah. He was made like in the fifties yeah. or whatever. He's like, Oh yeah, I think I was made in sometime in the fifties. Oh dang. So by the time Andy gets you, you're already like a forty year old toy. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Man. But uh I think one of the big things that I do like about Toy Story Four is that they like the, all the other ones have a definitive bad guy. <laughs> Like, Toy Story is Sid. Mm. For sure, Sid's the bad guy. Toy Story 2 is... I mean, you have the the prospector and... The dude. Yeah. The guy guy who takes him. So, two bad guys Three was Lotso. Three was Lotso. So, you know, you have easily definable, these are the bad guys. We know at the end of the movie that they're not going to be in the best shape. But like, Lotso at the end, like he, I mean, he's he was strapped just, to the front of a dumpster yeah. truck. Sick <laughs> 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 like trying to save him, bro. Nah. No, I was like, I was like, he was, he's know, messed tra- up. He was, he was a traumatized toy. He was abandoned. So, yeah, I mean, they, that's like the whole premise of Toy Story 3, though, is about, mm-hmm. you know, the abandonment of, I guess, just being abandoned in general. But Toy Story 4, like it's a, the bad guy, quote unquote bad guy, is, a lot more ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Like she really just, she was a her defective in, toy. In, yeah, her introduction was like, oh shit, she wants to do surgery on uh, this motherfucker. Yeah, like it's like, oh okay, yeah. Oh, at, at the beginning, I was like, oh, there, here's the other definitive bad guy. Like she's not gonna have any redeeming qualities. Nothing's gonna be good about her. She's just gonna be like, I want to steal your it's voice box POS and yeah. have my, I I want to be happy at your expense, kind of thing. Ultimately, that's not what she actually wants. She just actually wants to have the same kind of happiness that Woody has experienced for the, you know, 50 or 70 years that he's been a toy. And uh, so he was made in the 50s and Woody was the first kid. Andy. Yeah. I mean, Andy was the first kid. So who like where was he before? I don't know. I, Come on, this bro. One, you got the answer. This bro. one introduces some weird timeline stuff because, like, yeah. at the beginning of this movie, it says nine years ago, mm-hmm. and it's like Andy between two and three. No. Yes, because Jesse is there. Jesse is introduced in in Toy Story two, mm-hmm. so it has to be between oh, Toy Story two and I, Toy I Story you, three. I thought you meant between two and three years old. I was like, no. Whoa, what? No, between yeah. Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 3. Yeah. So, And I think it was closer to Toy Story 2 because he was still a pretty young kid. Mm-hmm. So, And that said it was nine years ago. <coughs> like, my girlfriend and I were talking about this whenever we left. Mm-hmm. It's like, but then there's also, like, Bo Peep. Like, that was nine years ago that we saw Bo Peep getting sold. Mm-hmm. And she's saying... That she was with a family for a while, but then she was also, I, I thought she said seven years with the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she was at the antique place for two years. But then she also said that she'd been on her own for a while. Like, yeah, like how months, long? Months. I guess that's what feels kind of weird is they, they make it seem like she's been out there and on her own 
as a lost toy for a long time. But well, I guess she was at the antique place for. <laughs> um, she says years. So I mean, that could be two years, maybe like one and I'm, a half. I'm years. assuming two. Like it, it, it seems I like thought the she seven said plus that, two. I thought she was said she was with that family for three. Is that what she said? I think that's what she said. Like I remember it was. If like it was a that, short... then that makes that sounds. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. I remember her saying because that Woody's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Bo Peep." Yeah, I mean, I definitely remember him saying that he felt bad for her because, but she loved the whole empty nester, just be on my own. I'm doing my own thing, and Woody doesn't seem to know what he can do on his own. Yeah, but I really liked that. Uh, Gabby, Gabby was redeemable. Yeah, she was not just a pure bad guy. She like what she was wanting. She had was, a real purpose. Yeah, yeah, it was like okay, and then like Woody, you're an asshole if you don't give her your voice box. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically turns it into, you know, if, if Woody doesn't do it, Man, he's that, the jerk. Woody yeah. is the bad guy. That shit was funny, though, when that girl was like, nah. <laughs> You're in the back. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, she's about to be happy. Oh, no, she's just in the box. Just, she's thrown away. Nah. Hey, bro, can we say how, like, clutch Forky is? He's He was funny. What? Who did, was that Jason uh, Malali or whatever? Who did Forky? Tony Hale. Tony Hale. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I see it. Have you ever watched Arrested Development? No. Oh, man, you guys should watch Arrested Development. He's been in a ton of stuff. It's usually all pretty small parts. One of his bigger things is Arrested Development, though. I forgot he was also in a series of unfortunate events. He was funny. Forky was good, just his visual, and then the way he, like, he, whenever they were, like, when Woody was dragging him on the ground... Oh, yeah. On the road, pick me up, pick me up, and he was just getting <laughs> dragged, and he would like try to catch up. Yeah, it's everything about it didn't feel like they were pandering to any age group or anything. It was just a solid, <coughs> fun movie. Uh, who's this, bro? Bo Peep. That was Bo Peep. Hella thick with two C's, bro. Oh my god, Bruh. Who, oh, play, who plays Jesse? Is it uh, what's her face from uh, Joan Cusack? Is she the one from? Uh, is she the one I'm thinking of? Oh no! Who are you thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, from. Uh, Incredi plays Mrs. Incredible. Oh. They similar sounding voice a little bit, kind of. That southern Would you accent. Like, uh, Keanu Reeves as Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Honestly, I think that's his best acting ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like wow. when I was hearing the uh, the voice, I was like, "This doesn't sound too much like Keanu Reeves." Like, if I didn't know that it was Keanu Reeves, I wouldn't know that this was Keanu Reeves. Okay, who was uh, who's Bonnie? That was uh, Annie Potts. No, Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. Oh, Peep. I thought you said yeah. Here we go, Madeline McGraw. Girl? Oh, is this what? a little girl from Ant Man? I don't know. No, maybe. maybe not. I guess Ducky. That doesn't look like her. Key and Peel as Ducky and Bunny. Oh, is this a little girl from? I couldn't. I couldn't put Jordan Peel as Bunny. No, I couldn't either. See who was Bunny, bro? It was Jordan. It was. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes, I just saw it. Go back. What are you doing, dude? Is this a little girl from? Uh, who cares, bro? Who gives a fuck? I care. It's not her. All right, go back. Ducky, I see Ducky. Ducky Keegan is Keegan Michael, Michael Key. Bunny, yeah, Jordan. Bunny, Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Keegan, Keegan sounded like himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jordan, Jordan did, did not. not. I think he can do more voices. Yeah. Like his, he does, He is usually the one that changes his voice for their sketches and stuff. Yeah, he'll be the girl and stuff. Yeah. Damn, dude, they were funny. They were funny with the laser vision, bro. That the whole like uh, when they were doing like the uh, <laughs> the part that had me rolling was the uh, the the plush rush. Yeah, the plush rush. Give us the key. Give us the damn key. The plush rush when he just she goes home, oh, drives. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Was, where's this going? <laughs> he drives home, wine, drives, drinking wine in the tub, taking a bath, yeah. goes to sleep. Like where is this going? Uh, don't interrupt. Don't interrupt. And then they get her ass while she's sleeping. Blake Clark. This shit was. I don't funny. have any more slink left. Slinky. Slinky's dog. been smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Oh, wonder shit. wonder what happened to RC, bro. <clears throat> yeah, got man. Wheels, batteries, bro. RC out there. They got rid <laughs> of RC. I'd play with RC, bro. Why don't they get rid of RC? I mean, he really didn't have anything. He can't talk. I think he was like, I think he was like a dog in the first one, basically. Like, they play fetch yeah. with him. Yeah. Because he would just like kind of do I, like. I guess in the second pantomime. one, he wouldn't have like. I guess he needs batteries, so. And the control, yeah. someone needs to like actually move him around. Is he even shown getting thrown away in the third one? No, no, <laughs> no. They don't even mention him as one of the toys that like. I like, gets thrown you, away. Flea is theory. in this movie. Kaboom TV announcer. Oh. Flea from <laughs> yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, okay. They did get Timothy Dalton again as Mister Prickle Pants. Prickle Pants. Bill Hader was the the carny guy at the toy booth. Betty White? Yeah. As Biddy White. Which one was that? Who is that? Oh, are these one of the toys in the... Oh, okay. Oh, wow. These are the ones that you don't even... Yeah. Yeah, they had her I didn't recognize that. those. I guess that's what who most of these people are right here. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of old people. Damn. What? Mel Brooks. As Melephant Brooks. Wow. Wow. Everyone wanted to be in this movie. I mean, Toy Story is one of the biggest movies. Okay, it says in Toy Story 3, RC only appears in home videos. And then later on, Woody comments that RC and toys like him might have been donated, thrown away, or sold in the yard Mm. sale. Oh, Carl Weathers was the the little combat Carls. Dude, that was funny. That was hilarious. <laughs> there was always one of these, like, there's three, like, G.I. Joe characters that are called Combat Carls, which apparently were Carl Weathers. Uh, like, two of them always, like, keep high-fiving each other, and then there's this third one, which is, like, the snow gear guy, and he just, like, keeps getting left hanging in the background. By everybody. And then even Woody leaves him hanging. <laughs> <laughs> but if you stay to the very, very, very end of the movie... You get redemption. He gets he gets his high five, and he it's from the nicest desserts. guy in the in the entire movie, Mister Keanu Reeves. This is a weird picture for him on IMDb. He does it's look Asian there. But yeah, it's a really solid movie. Nothing yeah. I can say bad about it. Is this the end of Toy Story? I think it's the end of the Woody saga. What's next, Jesse Saga, the Buzz Saga? I don't know. I don't really know how. Where you think there's gonna, gonna be more? Here. I could I see know. them if they end it here. If they never make another Toy Story, totally fine. 
Honestly, I think if they do more Toy Story movies, I could see them focusing on different characters. Like maybe completely reintroducing a whole new set of toys. Next movie, Forky and Knifey. <clears throat> hey, there's that. That was funny. Knifey Why at the am end. I alive? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, boy. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I kind of feel like they shouldn't try to continue. I feel like every time they come the out with movies, like, oh my God, they're coming out with another one? Yeah. I mean, I felt like for a long time, I always had this idea that Pixar didn't make sequels. And then I keep remembering, oh, wait, they keep making Toy, Toy Stories. Story. And, yeah. Oh, Cars, I feel like kind of doesn't count because Disney need took a, that over. We need a Wally 2. That's what we need. Dude, Wally was good. I, Wally I, was I really never liked good. Wally. Wally's animation was nuts. I mean, the animation was good, but I never liked the movie very Wally. much. <laughs> Think of nightmares, bro. Is that Wally while he's dying? No, that's gonna be the sequel. Oh, it's a horror movie. Yeah, dang. Do you imagine if Pixar made a horror movie? Wally whopped. Oh, Oh yeah. Apparently, Rashida Jones wrote this or was a part of writing the movie. She's a goddess, bro. That's why. Click on that. Love me some Rashida. Type in Rashida Jones' ass. Jones is a beautiful woman mm. and she's smart. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Rashida Jones is the to- the total package. She can have half of me. Or well, half. half. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Way to go. You asked. You said what half. You played <laughs> right into my, to my I was trap. thinking maybe the left or the right half. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Half of your just your soul, not your body. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, so I think uh, all the movies that we watched this week were solid <laughs> entries. They were. I would say skip out on The Dead Don't Die because you're not missing anything there. Well, you can got- watch it for free. Go ahead and watch it. Tell me what you think because uh, I did not enjoy that. What we got next week. What do we have next week? I don't even remember what comes out. Fucking Spider-Man needs to hurry up. So we can <sighs> That's fucking... two weeks. I want to get rid of it off my damn thing. I know there's something good next week. 28th. Coming right? soon. Annabelle. Oh, yeah. Is that next week? That is next week. Oh, God. Hey, I'm down for that. I know. That one looks pretty good. You haven't even watched the first one. I watched the first one. You did? Oh, oh, not the the first Annabelle, no. You need to watch Annabelle. This one looks like it actually continues the story of Mm. from The Conjuring more than Annabelle. Oh, man. Yeah, the Spider-Man week, it's Spider-Man and Midsummer. Ooh. That's going to be so good. Oh, yeah, next week is... Spider-Man comes out the third. Second, sorry. Second. It comes out on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's because it's 4th of July week. Yeah. Oh, okay. How Are you off <coughs> Thursday? Probably. I don't know. I don't know if they recognize it. I would assume they do. It's a national holiday. I guess so then, yeah. I just yeah, don't know yes, how your scheduling yes. works for all that. Yes, I do. I am off. Because we get Thursday and Friday off. They gave us Friday off, too. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? Okay. So I'll be free those days for movies. For boobies. Boobies and movies, yes. Legs and eggs. Mm, Sure, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Wow. What a... We got... There's... Do you think there's going to be another yesterday Toy Story? and Annabelle. Is there going to be another Toy Story? <sighs> I feel like yes, just because of how successful the, the series is. It's going to get another movie. No, I think there won't. I think there will be, but I think it will be without Woody. If they continue with the existing cast that we already know, it will be the cast that left without Woody and Bo Peep. That'll be all the others. So Mm -hmm. Buzz, Jesse, all the other new toys that came in as a part of Bonnie's thing. But can they do Toy Story without Woody? I think so, yeah. But I think that's what this is all about. Like, it's about, you know, you can do more without having to be in your same kind of role. It's it's not just about like, oh, you have to do the same thing over and over. It seems like it felt like a good send off kind of movie. If Woody goes, then Buzz has to go too. Well, he didn't. I think that's part of the whole movie is that you don't have to stay the same. You can you Evolve, can change no matter up, how old change, you are. Bro. Yeah, but it's like these other toys are not as interesting. Woody's the lead. God dang, dude. Did you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't know what you speak of, dog. These toots. These toots. <laughs> What'd you say, Bo Peep? Anyway, I do think that there will be more. I think that it's most likely going to be following Buzz. Mm -hmm. They could choose to just follow Woody. I feel like that's reunion ten years later. I feel like that would take away from what they actually did with Toy Story Four if they did that, because it felt like it was a solid send off for Woody as a character. Tim Allen is not going to be. Tim Allen is Buzz. I mean, not Tim Allen. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is not going to be in Toy Story. Outside of flashbacks, I would say that's that's what I would call. That's a bold claim. They, the two ways that I could see it going for five, if they make a five, or rebranding as a new type of Toy Story. No, don't do that. No, this is a good send-off. Some stories just have to end. This one doesn't, though. I don't think so. I don't think it has. I think that Woody's story has ended, at least from... You know, Maybe they'll focus what we on need to Jesse know. or something. But yeah, like they have a ton of other characters that they could focus on. But who cares about those characters? It's the same argument for fucking Avengers. I care. Tony Stark is Woody. I care about the stories that they're trying to tell. It's not about like, if they can bring in new characters or tell new stories about existing characters. That's all that r- really matters. It's not about I don't need the same characters to feel connected to the movie. That helps. It gives me knowledge. Just end it. In. Just kill them. Just kidding. fucking kill them. Let's get rid of them. Toy Story 5, they just all burn in. <laughs> That's the whole movie. Just yeah. an hour and Woody, a half of seeing Woody them comes melt. back and Buzz is all cracked out. Or, or could you see them doing a new Toy Story and it's just like... All new? All new toys. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, could, I can see it either being... Not like oh. AI, bro. No, it's memes. AI. Meme story. Oh my god. It's phones. No. <laughs> it's phones. <laughs> phones memes, come to iPads, life. iPads, yeah. Meme Video story. Video game cartridges. Grandpa's the flip phone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. It's a good idea. Let's Hey, don't steal that fucking idea. <laughs> Pixar. Copyrighted. We just copyrighted it. So that's an ETBG production right yeah. there. Yeah. I'm going to we're going to take Renderman and make it better. Mhm. No, we're not. It's already too good. We can't beat that. That's 
That's real life. That I've installed had. the non-commercial version of RenderMan before. <laughs> Never used it. Was it good? No, it's great. It's the same stuff. Like it's an older version of the stuff that they used to make their movies. Then, I just never really learned how to. Use. Like it's a complex system. It <laughs> it takes a lot to learn how to use it. And I just never sat down and learned how to use it. So you're saying you're not dedicated to learning how to render stuff? No, it's not super important for animation for me to know how to do it. Plus, I I'm trying to get into games, and that's real time. Okay, that's different. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. There we are. There we are. Long-winded discussions about movies. Very long. We're still under an hour and a half, so that's good. We had four movies this week. We had... um, We watched... I watched something the other day. What did I watch? Anybody watch Vice? No. thought you'd be excited when I told you that. Because you wanted to watch yeah, it so bad. Yeah, you wanted to really bad, bro. I mean, I bought it, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, but. Hey, am I getting no. that John Wick? Oh, crap. I forgot to tell Oh, <laughs> my God. I don't know when she's actually planning to leave. Um, Have you seen the, I watched the first three episodes of, um. Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Handmaid's, Handmaid's. Tale. Handmaid's oh, Tale. No, she's here already. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I haven't seen the fourth one yet. What are you thinking of the season so far? Pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. I like. I, I like, like it a lot. I like it. I do like it. Have you started watching it? No, because you're a fucking loser. That's why. I was watching Agretzko. Okay, yeah, um, okay, okay. Netflix. You need to start watching Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Watch some good I've shit. I've been watching the final season of Jessica Jones. That was good. I liked it a lot. I haven't seen that yet. Did you finish mm-hmm. season three already? I'm done. How many episodes is it? Ten. Ten. All man. of those seasons feel like they're too long. Yeah, that seems like too many episodes. Well, they're all ten episodes. Yeah. This one, though, didn't feel as like this was not like anything close. I think to I'm on Iron episode Fist Iron Fist season two, three. Was it season two? Iron Fist yeah. season two. That was like thirteen, ep- twelve episodes. Yeah. Luke Cage man, was terrible. Luke Cage season two was man, too long. <laughs> man. <laughs> so they canceled their asses. Well, I think it was solely because of Luke Cage and uh, and, and Iron, uh, Iron Fist. Fist. Those are the only two. Like like Daredevil, I think was solid throughout. I never felt I didn't like watch it was the bad. last season. Uh, I like Punisher. Jessica Jones season three better than the last season of Daredevil. Really? Yeah. All right, I need to for sure. It then. <laughs> for sure, I like it. But like Daredevil, I, I thought was solid. Punisher was really good for season one and two. Chernobyl was good. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's how all these superheroes get their powers. <laughs> yeah, Chernobyl. Right. Chernobyl. Chernobyl was really good, but freaking Frank over here. Saying it's too boring. Yeah, I know how it ends. <laughs> I just couldn't. I was like, all right, I'm done with this shit. God. I'm like, I get it. I'm done. God. I'm done. It's too good. That's good. I wouldn't say too good. It's too good. I was like, okay. y'all should watch a Gretzko. That's what y'all should watch. No. 15 minute episodes. No. Nice and fast. Handmaid's Tale. That's what you need to watch. Quality. That is quality. Over quantity. You need to watch Handmaid's Tale. Okay. Okay. 
I will eventually. Oh. No, he won't. I hate you. It's been on my list. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, I don't have any super interest to watch it. His list is a thousand long, bro. Oh, it's it's long. It's at the bottom. Okay. So we'll get to it in like 10 years. He's reached the end of the podcast. Damn, they muted his ass. (laughs) We've reached the end of the podcast. Hit us up on Twitter at K Minorities, Facebook, the K Men Podcast, Instagram, the K Men Podcast. (laughs) Telling lies. Uh,. Did I miss a platform? Hey, Keith, fuck these niggas up. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, Keith, why don't you sing us a tune, bro? Uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, my echo is next there we go, Keith. Thanks, Keith. Here we go. Yeah, so uh, shout out to the Purple Box, our sponsor. Remember, if you hit them up, 15% off your first order of delicious baked goods. That's right. You'll love it. It'll Catch change your life. This week's regular yeah. podcast. Yeah. Hopefully you tune in for Wednesday for a action packed episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh we'll see all of you on Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>